Hello, and welcome to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. Today is Monday, May 17th, 2021. And I believe this is, I think, episode 16 of season two, if I'm not mistaken. First off, before I get going into the podcast, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. It it means a lot to me. If you'd like to know more about the pamphlet, you can go over to www.thepamphlet.net. Check us out, and once you're there, you'd be able to see all of our previous podcasts in the podcast section. In the library, we have um, access to all of our um, digital downloads of our, our monthly publication that we do every month at the pamphlet, where we talk about liberty and freedom and history, our founding fathers, and uh, try and uh, teach people about our true history, um, specifically around the, the revolutionary period, and relate that to the struggles that our founding fathers went through um, to our days and the struggle that we're going through now. And it is, it is that struggle um, that we're going through now that I'd like to talk a little bit about tonight. So, but if you'd like to know more about the pamphlet, please check us out on our website, www.thepamphlet.net. And um, there you can find everything, uh, everything we do. We, we hand this public publication out for free. I know it's a terrible business model, but um, it's not really about making money. It is about making freedom and liberty and preserving it and educating people. And that's why we do it. So please check us out. Um, and now on to our podcast. So I, I alluded a few seconds ago to this, this great struggle that we are in. And for, for a good portion of my life, oh heck, all of my life, the, the, the general rules of civility amongst people, um, at least what I've been taught, um, was was how I, I tried to live my life. Um, the good Christian way, turn the other cheek, um, treat others like you'd want to be treated, um, and accept others' opinions and, and hope that they'll respect yours and try and have dialogue, discourse, um, all, all, all of, of those things. Um, and I think over the weekend... Those rules changed for for me and my family. I I in basically we are are per, pretty much done not being allowed to to go to to church because we don't wear a mask, not being allowed to go into certain stores because we won't comply with their illegal mandates. And, you know, the, the argument on the other side, well, well, just just wear the mask and you can go do the things you want to do. Um, no. Absolutely not. I will not bend a knee. I will not bow to anyone but my Lord and Savior. 
Now, if God told me to do something, I'd absolutely do it. And I have when he has directed me to do different things. And, and I'll continue to do so. But he has not told me to capitulate, cave in, um, ruin my lungs even more um, because I do have a lung condition. And not that I want to get into that right now, but it, even if it weren't for that, I would not because I believe in my heart and it is imprinted on my soul that what the powers that be are doing is, is conditioning individuals to, to take upon the mark of the beast later on down the road. Is this all the mark of the beast itself? You know what? I don't know. I, I really couldn't say one way or the other. I don't think so, but I think it's a mental conditioning to prepare people to take upon the mark. Um, there are some people who think that whether it be the COVID vaccine or the, the the passports that are coming to say if you've had vaccines or not are the mark of the beast. I think that that's a possibility. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know for sure. I haven't been told one way or the other. I have some some promptings and feelings that that I just need to stay the course and I need to not not bend the knee in these areas and I need to stand up for liberty and I need to stand up for freedom. And I'm so blessed to have a wonderful wife who stands by my side and encourages me and does her own standing. I don't need to prop her up at all. She's a strong woman and and certainly stands on her own two feet and was doing so before I came along. And and I will tell you, my friends, if you have someone by your side who is willing to stand up for liberty and freedom in a marriage, there is nothing that you cannot do. Nothing. Especially if you have God on your side. Now, that being said, my my family and I, we've been we've been hurt a lot by emotionally, just like everybody else. And I don't need to get into the ins and outs too much um, other than for context. Um, and, and I'll say this, um, we, we love God, we love Jesus, we love our religion, and we were faithful to it. But we're at a point in our life where we don't feel that it's being faithful to us. Not, not talking about God and Jesus, I'm specifically talking to the, the religion part of the thing. And I know that they're conforming or doing the things that they need to do or, or feel that they need to do to, to conform to to what the government says. Um, I belong to a religion that believes in following the law. And that's all great and, and dandy, except for when the law, in which case it's not even law, it's, it's an unconstitutional mandate. In, in either event, um, there's so many rabbit holes and my mind is spinning from, from the day that, that we've had um, today. Uh, we've had a pretty rough day today as well. But... So I'm sorry if I'm getting distracted here. It's such a huge story, and I'm trying to compact it into a podcast, and it, it simply can't. But suffice it to say, um, me and my family are going through the same things that millions of other Americans are going through. And why do I know this? Because I hear from you guys. I, I hear it when you you tell me that, that you can't go somewhere, you can't do this, or you're so frustrated, and you're... You, You've lost faith in the medical community um, after this whole experience. I mean, as as have I. I haven't 
I, I used to go to the doctor itself four or five times a year, getting checkups, keeping up on my meds, doing all the things that the disabled veteran needs to do. And and since this this whole thing blow blew up, that's the last place I want to be. You know, and I loved my doctor. Still do. I think he's probably a pretty stand-up guy. Um, but the administration in the, the hospital is, is terrible. Uh, the administrators who have gone to school to administrate are doing things like complying and, and, and like they're trained to do in their, their little socialist educa- education camps. And, and the administrators are the ones who are destroying our hospitals, destroying healthcare, destroying everything about do no harm, and forcing our doctors and nurses and good, wonderful healthcare providers into impossible situations. That being said, that is only one small part of this. Our religious institutions on many levels are caving as well and becoming some uh, places are, are religious tyranny locations. You can only come if you comply. What about come unto me, as Jesus said, unconditionally. What about that? Are our churches supposed to represent what Christ, excuse me, what Christ taught, or God, or whatever your religion may be, um, or are they, they supposed to represent um, Obe- obedience to to the system. And I would, would subject to you that obedience to God is the only obedience that we owe. As long as we are doing what he wants us to do, then it doesn't matter what the government says. It does not matter what the medical community says. It does not matter what my neighbor says or... Uh, police officer, whatever, as long as I'm doing what God wants me to do and following that path. And that's the only thing I need to worry about because that's the man I'm going to meet at the end and that's who I need to answer to for my life here. That is at the core argument of unalienable rights. And that is what our country was founded on. Interestingly enough, if you look on the Declaration of Independence... I think I've gone over this in a podcast or not, so forgive me if I have. In in the National Archives section, when talking about the Declaration of Independence, and it's a complete transcript, it says on that webpage in the, the header, this, fa- this founding document is not legally binding, something to that effect. And it makes the reader think that, well, you know, this really doesn't apply to, to you now. That statement, that's what that means, is, you know, laws don't really protect anything here that our founding fathers said. Interestingly about that, if you had any inkling or understanding of what our founding fathers intended, you would know, um, or, or even disguise, you would know that unalienable rights are not granted by government. 
and cannot be legally provided by government. Unalienable rights are provided by God. They are something inherent that we are born with. And government certainly naturally attempts to stifle those, attempts to strangle those, attempts to seize those away from the individual. This is something that government has done since the beginning of time. And that is why our founding fathers explicitly said that the only thing government is good for is the preservation of rights, to protect those rights for the people, nothing else. The government can't bestow those rights because those rights already exist. This is the core of our whole problem, and we have an argument between two philosophies. And I'm going to get into that on the other end of the break. Welcome back to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. I appreciate you tuning in and sticking around through the break. All right, let's jump right back into it. I've got a lot to cover tonight. Um, thanks again for, for listening. So before the break, I was going into how there's a fundamental difference between two different camps, and I think this, this describes exactly where we are in the world right now and, and probably the root of, of our problems. Our country was based on liberty and freedom. And, and this is based in the understanding that we have something called unalienable rights. And prior to what our, our founding fathers defined as unalienable rights, it was known as natural law. And this goes back to, to Plato and, and Socrates and, and, and fundamental understanding of basic human beings. That we are, are born with certain, certain things. We're born with liberty. We're born with freedom. We're born with independent thought. Nobody can tell us what to think. Nobody has the right to tell us to make up our decisions for us. Inherently, if we were born and, and left on a, de a desert, deserted island or de desert island and, and the community were to evolve or whatever, it just it, we would act a certain way. People make their own decisions when they're young. They, they think a certain way. They act a certain way. As human beings, we are, are bestowed with these rights that govern how we act and, and we have a... a moral compass of good and right and those sort of things that that are inherent to human beings and and we have have these rights that are bestowed upon our creator and these can't be taken away and what that means is that the by and large no matter what these things are part of who we are and they are bestowed upon a divine creator now for those people who do not believe in a divine creator, then you're going to have to figure out where those rights would come from then. And there is the rub. 
because a vast majority, well, I don't know that to be fact, but a, a lot of people do not believe in a higher power, well, God, Christ, Buddha, um, whoever. They just don't have a belief system. They're atheistic or just don't know, don't care to research it, don't care to follow, find out who they are inside. Just, it's so much easier to watch Netflix and eat popcorn and drink beer and binge than to grasp fundamental things that we are here to discover as human beings. So when you get the two groups of people on this planet together and one says, we are born with liberty and freedom given to us by our creator and his law, the right or wrong thing, um, is written on our hearts, on our souls. And just in case some of us are, are hard-hearted and stubborn, the Lord has provided scripture to help guide us to, to our, our baser selves. That being said, those people who don't belong to that camp don't believe in that higher power and don't believe that there is anything that exists to grant those rights on that level. Therefore, in their hearts, in their minds, they assign that goal to government, which in their mind is the most highest power that you can see, feel, touch, smell. The contrast between these two groups, my friends, is exactly what is going on. Now, in a civil society, one would think that we would be allowed to believe our beliefs as we allow the other side to believe theirs. And we'd all be able to get along. But here's the problem. There's one side that doesn't believe that the other side has these unalienable rights that are bestowed upon us by a creator. They don't believe in these unalienable rights that our founding fathers founded this country on. So that, that makes for a difficult problem when you have a large group of people who do not believe because they cannot comprehend, because they lack the spirituality to comprehend, what our country was founded upon. Now, I know several people who are, are atheists or not so spiritual, and, and they've come to, to discover this higher power in a way that makes sense to them. And then they can understand unalienable rights. And they rationalize it in whatever way they can to, to try and hold their sanity together because they're still denying other aspects of the universe. But each to their own. And that's great. You know, they're at least still on the freedom bandwagon. But the other population, that segment of the population who does not believe in these inherent rights, is the same group of people who also believe that government is the power that can tell people what to do. And, and get, let, let me repeat that. Government is the power that can tell people what to do. That's their belief. This is inherently wrong and flawed, but it's what they believe. And because they believe that way, 
then they turn to government as the solution to all problems, where our founding fathers and all individuals who understand the deepness of the unalienable rights and agency and freedom and liberty and how important that is to the human soul. That, that group is the one that understands that government does nothing but take away liberty and freedom. Government metastasizes, it evolves, it grows, it grasps at every inch of power it can until it becomes so corrupt and bloated and oppressive that people cannot exist under it and people throw it off. This has happened time and time throughout history and it will happen again because people will not thrive and survive under oppression for very long before it is thrown down. But we are opposed by that group of individuals that thinks that the ultimate universal power is government. That the ultimate universal power is humanity. That the ultimate universal intelligence is people. And that is such a shallow, narrow-minded thought. And, and I really pity the individuals who have that thought because there's so much more out there. And I can say that because for, for 28 years of my life, I ran in the opposite direction from, from God and Christ. I did not want to do what God wanted me to do. I wanted to do what I wanted to do and live life on my own terms. And I considered that freedom. But ultimately, 28 years after that, when I was at my lowest point in humanity, I recognized that I was more enslaved than I ever have been by embracing the ways of man and ignoring the ways of God. We are only slaves to those who would use us, abuse us, and discard us when they are through with us. And for me and my family, we are done with that. We're done being patsies. We're done just taking it. We're not going to include people into our circles who do not believe in liberty and freedom. And I'm going to expand on that after the break. to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. I certainly appreciate you sticking around for the duration of this podcast. It means a lot to me, and I certainly hope that you get something out of it. If you'd like to know more about what we do, please check us out at thepamphlet.net. That's www.thepamphlet.net. Before the, the break, I mentioned that me and my family are done. And I think I, I owe a little bit of an explanation as far as, as what that means. And the only way we can explain it, after my wife and I have been talking about this, you know in a relationship, when you cross that, that point of, 
Um, I'm not taking you back anymore. I'm not going to go through this anymore. You know, for those of us who have been in an abusive relationship, we we understand this. Um, you know, I think it's human nature to give people chances and chances. And then if you're in, a, in an abusive relationship, you have so much invested after a period of time. It's, it's like a feedback loop. But that being said, um, <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of where we're at. At least that's the only way we have to describe it. I'm, I'm done. My wife is done. Beating our head up against a brick wall, trying to convince people that liberty is a good thing. That freedom is a good thing. And that handing over the keys to our, of a personal sovereignty to government has never, ever historically turned out good. There's not one nation in, in antiquity that ever took care of its people indefinitely. Government turns into something because of the baser instincts of, of men without morality who always seem to rise to the top because people uh, with ambition always seem to rise to the top and people with humility and love and dignity and respect. Those people don't seek office. Those people don't seek power. It's not in their nature, but those are the very people who should be in power. Be that as it may, we are in that situation right now where there are two populations within this world, not just our country, but uh, this, this world. There are those who believe in the goodness of humanity and, and love. And there are those who live in wickedness and lack the capacity to believe in, in a higher power that can grant unalienable rights. And with this in mind, I have reached a point, my wife has reached a point, my family has reached a point to where we have developed unreconcilable differences between the other half of the planet. It's, it's kind of like that, that divorce moment. You're not divorced yet. You got to go through a messy period to figure this out and, and, and no, no telling what is going to happen other than it's going to be ugly. It's going to be expensive. It's going to be painful and, and at the end, it will finally be over. But getting there is not going to be easy. That's where we are at. I am done wasting my time with those who only want to try and argue against my unalienable rights. I am done wasting my precious resources trying to save those individuals who do not want to be saved and only want to dive deeper into their own madness. Just like in any relationship prior to that, that divorce, 
And for those who've unfortunately have been through this, you reach a point where you're not going to take any more pain. You're not going to allow somebody else to to have that power over you anymore. You seize back your completeness, your oneness, your individuality, and you 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 march out the door. You make the plan. You get the attorney. <laughs> you do what you got to do to fight for what's yours and and end what was once a, a peaceful um, situation where, where two individual separate parties could uh, cohabitate and thrive together and make something fa- fantastic. I'm done with it. I don't care about that other side anymore. Now, that's pretty harsh, and, and, and I don't mean that completely because I certainly do love them as human beings. I'll still certainly pray for them. Some of my family are on the other side, and, and everybody on the other side is somebody's mother, uncle, cousin, sister, wife. It just The list goes on. It means something to somebody, or at least to hit at one point in time. So I don't know what the future holds other than it's going to be challenging, it's going to be new, it's going to be different. And when it finally clears up through the, through the divorce that, that we're about ready to go through with, with that side, then, then there can be peace and happiness. Then there can be a return to, to normalcy and a discovery of what is new and better and good. But the other side does not want to converse with us. They do not want to capitulate to us. They do not even want to meet us halfway. It is a zero-sum game in their end, in, in their mind, in their eyes. And we are fools if we do not see that. We are fools if we think that we can negotiate with a terrorist. And that's exactly what these individuals are. They want to take away our freedoms. They want to take away our liberties. No matter how benign they are, no matter how loving they are, no matter how close they are to us, they are the enemy now in my mind, in my wife's mind. And the the divorce hasn't started yet. The... They haven't come marching through the door and kicking kicking in the door trying to seize things and, and do all the things that I know is coming as a certainty and as a surety. And those days are coming, my friends. And this mental state that we've now entered, at least as far as, as my family and, and others who I've, I've shared this with and they're in the similar situation, this new state that we were entering in is the point where the, the red line has already been crossed. I'd say we're drawing a red line and say, don't cross this line. And, and that sounds nice, but really what I've discovered is when people say, don't cross this line, the lines have already been crossed and they're just trying to warn people to back off. And, and at that point in time, nobody ever backs off. It keeps going until it erupts. And, and that's where we're at. We are on a one-way train. 
and despite all of those who had good intentions to try and bring the other side back into the fold of Americana, live and let live, this, this country is big enough for all people of diverse thoughts, those people do not see it that way. Those people only see it as government is the solution and you will get on board and you will comply and you will put on your mask and you will take your vaccine and you will go and do the things that government tells me because that is the only way they can create the illusion of their bubble being secure. A belief in a higher power is the only thing in my personal experience, and I've got plenty of it on both sides of spirituality, a belief in a higher power is the only thing that can help you make sense of this world. Why why do things happen? Why do people die? Why do people hurt? Why you know all the whys that you you go through in life? Only a belief in a higher power and faith in the divine can lead you to those answers which are ingrained and written on your own soul. The answers are within you. And anyone who certainly bends a knee to the Supreme Creator and prays in honest, earnest, sincere request for guidance, answers, salvation, will find it. Well, or, or rather, <laughs> that salvation will find them. Knock, and that door will open. And anyway, that those of us who believe in this, not only just believe, but know because of our, our miracles, personal experiences, and everything else, we've come to that firm knowledge um, of, of the reality that is. Those of us who, who are in that situation are um, completely polar opposite of those who are striving for socialism and communism and to take away our agency, to take away religion, to take away all of the things that we hold near and dear to our hearts. We are at war with those individuals. The line has been crossed. They are not seeking for an amicable amicable solution. They are seeking for complete and total dominance, and this will not stand. So what does that mean? Well, for, for me and, and my family, there's, there's a sense of clarity and at least knowing where we, we are. There's a sense of sadness and, and mourning that we were unable to, to stop the, the, the Titanic from hitting the iceberg. We couldn't plug the holes. She's taken on water. And we had to understand that there's only so many lifeboats on this vessel. And it's time to, time to get on. Time to get on one of those lifeboats before that, that ship is, is out of them and it's too late. I, I don't know anything other than that at this point. Um, we're, we've been through this in, in relationship stages, and, and I don't really know that I've ever been through this with uh, 
with the people I share a country with. I, I can't ever think of a time like this to, to where I've been so done and so hurt and so so devastated at 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 another half of this this country's philosophies, thinking, mandates, whatever it is. So that being said, I know that there are others out there because in the course of going through this I'm done phase, talking about it with a few of our, our people in our, our inner circle, they're going through it too. Some have already been there um, by a few weeks. Some are not quite there, but boy, are they close. And and some have been there a, bit, a little bit longer than that. But but by and large, I think we're all about hitting this right about the same time. Um, it's it's getting too much. And we know now that we cannot waste our energy. We cannot keep, um, <laughs> we cannot keep scrolling through through Facebook or MySpace or. Um, MeWe or, or whatever it is, the social media platform of the hour is, and and trying to to have reasonable discussions with unreasonable people. So for those people who are the unreasonable people out there in the world, this is our notice, my notice, to you that I'm filing for a divorce. It's been real. It's been fun. But it's not real fun anymore. And it's over. For those who are patriots, true lovers of freedom, my friends, I love you dearly. And I'll be by your side every step of the way. God bless you. And God bless those who love liberty, freedom, and agency. Have a good night.